Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, a big day for the Pitt Panthers. It was obviously early signing day. I know a very, very busy day for you, obviously, and all the team over at uh, Pittsburgh Sports Now and all your affiliate sites as well. As we look at the Panthers, 12 recruits signed today in this uh, early signing period. Uh, were there any surprises among the signings today for the Panthers? Yeah, there was one. Um, and one of the higher-rated players in their, but it ends up being in their class is the four-star defensive end, Sam, Sam Okunlola, um, a, a Northeastern kid who had a really nice uh, list of offers. Four-star kid uh, adds to that um, really impressive room that Charlie Partridge has built there. And so um, that was kind of the one – one surprise, that was really the only one we had for Pitt today. Pretty much everything else was, was what we expected was going to happen. They did have a guy that decommitted right the day after the ACC championship game, but he ends up staying in the fold and committing to the Panthers, right? Yeah, Jordan Bailey is running back from uh, Hillsborough High School down near Tampa. Um, yeah, I guess that was something of a surprise and that I, I wasn't sure that we would see him sign today. I kind of felt like... Um, he would eventually probably end up with the Panthers, but, but a little bit of a surprise to see him sign today. And, of course, the kids can wait until the February signing period to sign. Um, this is the early period. A lot of the kids that sign today are going to be early enrollees. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many of them will be, but the, a lot of them will end up on campus in January. Who are some of the big fish still out there for the Panthers that they're waiting on that could end up signing in February that they're still trying to, to woo here over the next couple of months? Um, you know, it's a, there aren't like a lot of, of big names right at the top of the list right now. There's a lot of transfers, of course, that, you know, at Shuttle Party, the uh, quarterback from Florida State, obviously uh, at the top of that list. And, and I think they'll probably uh, mine the transfer portal a little bit more heavily than they will. They always seem to find kids that in this late period, but I think it's more often, um, more often than not, it's not big names. It's it's players that, that get overlooked and they go back and they look through, okay, who's still available? All right, well, let's look at this guy again. Let's look, and, and then maybe they find something. Um, Haba Baldonado was a player that they found in this February signing period who uh, nobody was really looking at. Savassier Dennis was another player like that where it was just uh, he was at grad school and had been hurt and nobody or uh, prep year and, and nobody looked at him. And so uh, I think that's more likely than, you know, some adding some like big time four star guys. Most of the top players have already signed. Uh, if they do go for a freshman in, in February, it'll probably be someone more like that, more like Haba or Savassier, that was um, a bit of a, a, more of an under the radar recruit. I know a guy that they were really going after hard, and we're joined here by Alan Saunders of Pittsburgh Sports Now talking about Pitt's 
uh, 12-man recruiting class in today's early signing day period. I know a guy they're really going hard after was wide receiver Camden Brown from my neck of the woods down at St. Thomas Aquinas in South Florida. Um, he ends up signing with Auburn today, but a guy that they they really, really wanted, you can tell, the type of attention they gave him over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he was originally committed to Pitt uh, after he came up for an official visit. Then he decommitted. Then even after he decommitted, the whole staff, I think, was down there uh, to recruit him in Florida. They were really pushing for him. And, I mean, you lose a recruit to Auburn, especially someone that's from the South. I, I don't think Pitt should feel too bad about that one. But it's unfortunate that they had a player that was committed all that time and they kind of felt like they were going to end up with and then ended up not. Um but that's, that's the way the game is played these days. Uh, who's a player on this list that was signed today that you think can make an instant impact in 2022 for the Panthers that could step in and maybe like like a Jordan Addison in 2020 that could come in and be a key contributor right away? Yeah, the one that stands out to me is Shea and Wabuko. He's a, uh, from Texas, kind of listed as an athlete. He kind of fits in the that sort of realm between a running back and a wide receiver size-wise, but he's got legit track star speed. Um, I looked up his 100-meter time from high school, and he's faster than Quadri Henderson and Maurice French were wow. uh, when they were in high school. So that kind of puts you on, on the radar as, like, what kind of speed, faster than Israel Vanacanda. Uh, it, it just may end up being the fastest offensive player that, that – uh, Pat Narduzzi has had at Pitt. Uh, so I don't think they have anybody like that on their offense right now. I mean, Jordan Addison has played in the slot, but he's more of a traditional slot receiver. I don't think they have anyone that's really worked a lot of that jet sweep game, um, you know, the kind of gadget plays that we used to see with, with French and Henderson. So that, to me, is the guy that I think could step into a role that I don't think is filled right now and looks like he has. Um, the ability to, to you know do so right away. That doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of other good players in the class. I just think um, that's specifically a role that I don't see anyone at Pitt filling right now. So why not? Um, and, and it seems like that's a role that a freshman should be able to handle right away. It's like, oh, hey, you're just beating guys in the corner. Take the ball and run. Here, yeah. go with it. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not like learning the complex intricacies, intricacies of Pat Narduzzi's defense. You know, that, that's something you should be able to handle. And you talk about his speed. I think he's also committed to Pitt as a track recruit as well. So he's going to be a two-sport guy and run some track for uh, for the Panthers also. We're joined here by Alan Saunders of Pittsburgh Sports Now talking about the Pitt Panthers on early signing day. Uh, what are the Panthers getting in four-star offensive tackle uh, Ryan Bear? Uh, they're getting the most upside they've had at offensive line maybe since Dorian Johnson, um, that's off the top of my head. There may have been another one since then, but they have not had an offensive line recruit. I guess Jake Cradle um, and Blake Zabovic, when they came in, a couple of field guys a couple of years ago were pretty, pretty well regarded. But to me, this is the first offensive line recruit they've had under Pat Arduzzi where, okay, this guy looks like he's on a trajectory to be an NFL player before he gets the pit. Um, he's already got that kind of size. He seems like he has that kind of ability. Like, they have not had a real blue-chip offensive line recruit in a very long time, and that's what they're getting. Um, he's played a really high-level high school football uh, and, you know, I think uh, should be uh, – you know, offensive linemen generally do not play right away. That you know, And Pitt's bringing back 
at least a good portion of their line, I would think. So it's not like this is a player that I'd expect to see on the field a ton in, in 2022. But I wouldn't think it's going to take him much longer than that to get on the field. He's 6'7", 320 at 17 or 18 years old. Uh, that's a big boy and, and strong and, and very capable of, of being what they need. I think especially from a run-blocking perspective, this line has been pretty solid uh, over the last couple of years protecting Kenny Pickett. A little bit more hit and miss in the run game. I think Bear is probably a, a more of a run-blocking specialist. Uh, you mentioned that they may have some guys sticking around on the offensive line, and, and this is part of the reason why the class is uh, as small as it is, or at least compared to years past, because the NCAA making them go back to the what, the 85 scholarship limit, I believe it is. Um, who do you think are some contenders on the Panthers right now for that super senior year to kind of take that COVID year that a lot of them have to come back and play next year? Well, I think there are about five scholarships over right now. I, I look at that list, man, and I don't think there's very many that Pitt's going to be like, yeah, no, we, we don't want you. Now, there, there may be some that, that see an NFL future. Um, like, I think Carter Warren um, is probably going to get enough NFL attention that, that it would warrant him to, to take a look. Um, but Marcus Miner may be in that group. Devlin Alexander may be in that group. Damari Mathis. I would think probably in that group. Um, so there's some guys like that, uh, Cam Bright. But I mean, I think most of that most of that group I think is, is going to come back and be you know semi solid contributors. There are not um, a, a lot of easy guys to move on from there from Pitt's standpoint. If all of their their guys that are looking at the NFL decide, you know what, I'm coming back to Pitt. There's, it's going to be some tough decisions because yeah. there aren't a lot of players there that Pitt doesn't want. I, I know that. Yeah. Um, the Panthers obviously have a, a vacancy right now at offensive coordinator with Mark Whipple moving on to Nebraska. Do you think it's a foregone conclusion that Brennan Marion's going to step into that role? I mean, it looks like over the last couple of weeks and right after the, the news of Whipple's departure uh, emerged that he has been openly campaigning for that position. No, I, I don't think it's um... – I don't think it's an open thing at all. I think they'll look for experience. Um, I think they'll bring someone in to at least, um, to the very least, coach quarterbacks and, and maybe share that role, even if they were going to give Brandon Marion a promotion. But, I mean, you look at the coaches that Pat Narduzzi has brought into Pitt, and especially for leadership-type positions, I mean, it's a skewed very old. I mean, yeah. he is a guy that has a significant appreciation for experience. When you look at guys like Randy Bates and Mark Whipple and Dave Borbley and even you know Charlie Partridge is younger than those guys but was a head coach. You know, he, he wants experienced coaches in positions. Brandon Marion, this is his first year as a coach at the Power 5 level and it was as a position coach. So, I think given Narduzzi's history, he will want a more experienced coach than that in that position. Maybe it still ends up being Marion, but he's certainly going to go look for one. You know, I was, I was, I was actually just kind of looking around college football at what coaches have been displaced as the, the sort of carousel spins around, and I kind of landed on a guy like David Cutcliffe. Like <laughs> that to me is like the kind of coach that Pat Narduzzi is going to. And I'm not breaking any news here. I'm not no, but, has, but an but, interesting name. But to me, that's the. That's the kind of coach that Pat Narduzzi is going to want to look for 
to add to his program. And, and if maybe he can give Brennan Marion some kind of promotion, give him a mentor to work with, I think that would probably be a pretty ideal situation. Alan, last one for you here real quick. Uh, we are just about, we're 15 days away from the Peach Bowl, and coincidentally enough, uh, the one-year anniversary of Kenny Pickett's announcement he was coming back for the 2021 season. Do you think he plays in the Peach Bowl? Where's your read on that situation right now? The longer it goes, the more I feel like he's going to play. I feel like if he wasn't going to play, there would be no reason to drag it out. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that as a competitor, he, he wants to play. He's a fiercely competitive guy. Um, I know he wants to play. And so if he decides not to, it'll be one of those things where, um, you know, his brain convinces his heart not, not to do something. But I just think the longer, the longer we go without hearing, the more likely it is that he's going to play. He talked at the Heisman Trophy ceremony about, you know, hey, when I get back, that's when we're going to start preparing for Western Michigan or for us. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that was an interesting answer Michigan. to me. That's that that ship has sailed. Uh, Michigan State, rather, and uh, you know, I don't know. Do you say that if you're if you're if you're checked out and you you're not going to? I mean, who who would prepare for Michigan State? If they're not going to play Michigan State, right? So I, I don't know. He's he's just so competitive and so involved in the team and the process. I I can't imagine him standing on the sideline watching a game not playing it. I that's like the the farthest thing from his personality. So. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think it would not necessarily be a, a bad decision for him to sit out the game, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I would not be surprised if he ends up playing. Let's just say that. Alan, thank you for your insight. As always, you can check out all of all Alan's coverage at Pittsburgh sports. Now, Alan, thanks so much, man. And I'll talk to you. Thanks. Joe. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.